at the end of the day, the key thing to communicate is the result that you're delivering and the impact of that result. You're listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. I'm Steve Gordon. For the first five years, this podcast was known as the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. The episode you're about to hear uses that name, but don't worry, you're in the right place. Same great content, new name. Enjoy. Hey friends, it's Steve. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm excited to have you here. And today we've got a solo episode for you. And I'm going to be talking about the questions that I use as I go into planning my next year. So I'm recording this uh, here as we're getting to the end of the calendar year. And uh, in a couple of days, I'll be leaving for uh, a a two-day planning session. And in preparation for that, I've been going through some thinking exercises and really trying to, to get clear on what my vision for the next year is. And I thought I would share some of the questions that I'm using. I think they'll help you get ready for 2023 yourself. So the very first question that I start with, and I think this is kind of the fundamental question if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, is what do I want? See, most people will be able to tell you what they don't want. And they can, they can, my kids do this all the time. We ask them, where do you want to go to dinner? Or what do you want to eat for dinner? And they, they never know what they want, but they always know what they don't want. If you suggest something they don't want, they can tell you right away. But they don't know what they want. And I find that's true of most people in most situations is that they often do a really poor job of trying to discern and limit the number of choices that they have because they're looking at something and there's infinite choice. It's very difficult to get clear about uh, what they actually want. And so, you know, I'll sit just with um, a a notepad. I use a a remarkable tablet where I, you know, digital tablet where I can write my notes and I'll write, you know, what do I want at the top of the page? And then I might write some headings, you know, family, uh, faith, business, you know, income, revenue, clients, you know, what type of clients. And I'll, I'll just write some headings down there and then I'll just start to fill in the blanks. And I, that to me is the secret to answering that question. It's not just asking the question because the question is often too broad, but it's, it's breaking it down in a way that um, you've got these categories where you can start to get clear about what you want because Without that clarity, none of the rest of the, the planning that you might do for next year really matters much. Um, and so to me, that's really the, the key first step is to, to go through and get clear on what you want. And it changes over time. And that's that's OK. I think that's part of the process. So, you know, taking time at least once a year to get really clear on what you want, I, I just think is critical. And so once I ask that question and I'll spend, you know, an hour or two just sort of writing, you know, pen to paper around what I want in various areas. And I might split that up over a few days so that, you know, what I come up with as an answer on the first set in the first session, maybe changes as I have time to reflect on it. But, um, and I try not to rush any of this because I really want to get, you know, the good stuff out. So, um, so I start there, what do I want? Then the next question that I ask is, What's the biggest impact I could have? So given what I want, what's the biggest impact related to that that I could imagine that I could have? 
And again, I might spend, you know, a little bit of time over several days thinking about that question and really thinking about what kind of impact do I want to have and who do I want to impact, you know, and, and, you know, I'm not in my first year of business, so I'm not starting from a a blank slate there. Um, I'm building on what is already in place and building on the impact we're already creating and really thinking, how can I expand that? How can I, how can I multiply what we're doing to get even better results for the people that we want to be a hero to? Um, and then related to that, the next question I ask is what's most exciting to me right now? Because I know that if I'm going to make that impact real in the world, it's gotta, it's gotta be exciting. It's gotta light me up. I've got to come to that and say, wow, I can't think of anything better to do over the next year. This is just going to be so much fun. The the team's going to get engaged, you know. I've kind of got to sell myself on the whole idea. And to do that, it's got to be something that I'm really excited about doing. Um, That doesn't mean that every little thing that I'm going to do over the course of the next year is going to be exciting. Some of it's probably not. But the overall goal that, you know, when I kind of plant the flag and say, this is what we want to accomplish over the next year. You know, this is what I want to be a part of over the next year in leading. It's got to be really exciting to me. It's got to fire me up. Um, and so to me, that's a really key question to ask, because if it doesn't fire you up, it's going to be really hard to muster the motivation to do it. So um, so that's question number three. What's most exciting to me? Question number four is, what's the biggest promise that I could make to the market? So now that I've thought through what I want and what's the impact that I want to have and what's exciting to me, um, I like to think now, okay, well, how can I take this to the market? What's the biggest promise that I could make that we could deliver on? Because now the reason I, I, I like to deal with that question is it starts to expand our thinking around what are we really able to do? How much value could we actually go and create for a client? And it really kind of forces you to push the boundaries of what you think is possible. And I think this is really important. So for a lot of businesses, you get into this rut where you're just showing up and sort of doing the same thing year after year after year. And, you know, not only does that get a little bit boring, but for clients, it makes it easy for them to go and look for what's next from someone else. And so I always like to be thinking like, how can we improve what it is that we're delivering? What can we layer on? What can we completely transform so that we're making an even bigger promise and delivering on that? And the next question is related to that. So this is question number five. What needs to shift in our current communication from process to result? So I, I find that for a lot of marketing communication, and this happens in our business and it happens with every business that I've ever worked with, that the tendency is to, because you're so close to what you do and how you deliver it, the tendency is to think that there's some particular magic or value in describing what you do and, and describing your process. Now, I'm a big advocate of bringing your process out and using that as a a way of differentiating uh, what you do from someone else. But at the end of the day, the key thing to communicate is the result that you're delivering. 
and the impact of that result. And so, you know, you want to be looking at your your messaging as you're going into the new year thinking, well, what have we sort of got described as a process and how can we shift that and connect the dots between the process and the end result for the client? So, you know, it's the it's the so that like we do this in our process so that you get something. And where are the places in your communication where you haven't made that that connection to the result? Um, and to me, this is just a really good time to kind of look at at all of your outward marketing and the messaging and and look for the places where you need to connect those dots. It's just going to make all of your marketing that much better. Um, and so this is a good time to ask that. And then um, the next question I ask now takes things in a little bit different direction. So now that I've thought through what I want and what impact we could have and you know what I'm fired up and excited about and what promise we might be able to make, what really big, bold promise we could make to the market, now... I know I'm not going to be able to fulfill on all of that by myself, so I'm going to need a team. And we've got a team, but I'm always thinking about, well, what does the team need to look like a year from now to be able to fulfill the vision? You know, because I just can't, I know I'm not going to be able to get there alone. Who do I need around me to support that? Who do I need in terms of experts and external help? Who do I need in terms of my internal team? you know, delivering for our clients and what does all of that look like? How are we going to organize it to support the big promise that we, you know, that I, I've laid out and to support this big new vision for the next year? Um, and this is another area that I think people often leave out of this kind of planning is that they they leave out, like, how am I going to get it? Like, how am I going to get it done? And not just how, but who is who needs to be along with me for the ride so that it can happen. Um, and it's important, I think, to think through that at this stage. And then the last question I ask is, what will I retire from over the next year? So I, I'm not a big believer in retirement in the traditional sense. I don't really have a desire to say, you know, at some particular age, kind of, you know, hang it up and say, I'm done. My goal is to continually reinvent the business so that I'm always retiring from things that I don't like to do or that I'm not particularly good at or are draining uh, for me and finding other people who can do those things and who love doing those things and who are better at them than me. And by doing that, I'm always improving my experience within the business um, little by little. We've made huge strides in that regard just in the last six months. And I certainly want to continue that into next year. And so it's important to ask, well, what, what are the things that I'm going to retire from? Because when you begin to put those down on paper, it just it allows you to engage in, in thinking about and planning for who will take them over and what it is that they'll need from you to be able to succeed and win when they take that thing off of your plate. Um, and so, um, so I think that's a really critical question to ask. And I always ask that as the last question, because once I've laid out the big vision to get there, you know, I, that vision is likely adding things to my plate. And the only way to add things to my plate are to remove other things. And the idea is that I would be adding things that I'm much more excited about than some of the things that I'm doing now. So I'm replacing things that maybe aren't you know, within my unique ability, and I'm replacing them with things that are more exciting, more motivating, 
you know, more interesting. And that way I'm always kind of leveling up the things that I'm, that, that I get to do. Um, and so, uh, so these are the questions that I'm asking as I plan next year. And, uh, and I wanted to share those with you today. I think they'll be very powerful for you if you stop to consider them. And, uh, I'd love for you to drop me an email and let me know what question or drop it in the comments. If you're wa- watching this on YouTube, what are the questions that you're asking as you go into the next year? What questions are important uh, to you in kind of exploring with yourself as you think about how you're going to grow through the next year. And so I wish you the best over the next year. I hope you have a, a great holiday if you're watching this uh, shortly after I record it. And uh, this is the, the chance to make next year better than ever. Thanks for listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. Here are three ways you can expand your authority. Number one, get a copy of the million dollar book. In it, I show you how to multiply your authority by writing a best-selling book in less than 90 days guaranteed. After all, you're the best spokesperson for your ideas. Go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash book and get your copy. Number two, join me for an upcoming Write Your Million Dollar Book Accelerator and let's jumpstart your authority building book now. For upcoming dates, go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash accelerator. And number three, Work with me and my team to get your book done and bring in business. Email me at steve at authoritybuilderpodcast.com and put, I want to write a book in the subject line. See you soon.